Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Whether you're looking to launch a podcast or build an online business that allows you to do the work you love, you've come to the right place. Podcast Answer Man presents The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Now, here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Today, in this episode, I am going to be sharing with you some of the notes that I've taken from some of the personal development professional development that I've been taking in from Tony Robbins. It's no secret that I absolutely love and benefit from the materials and training that Tony Robbins has shared with the world. I had a great experience at Unleash the Power Within back in June of 2016. My wife and I went to his Forte Intensive Conference And it was a life-changing experience. We talked about that in a previous episode of this podcast, uh, well, back in June of 2016. And since then, I have just really benefited a great deal from the various different pieces of training materials that he has available. In fact, I've purchased, uh, let's see, what is it called? Creating Lasting Change, which is a 10-day audio program I have purchased the audio recording from a couple years ago, uh, but I purchased the audio recording of Unleash the Power Within, and I just recently purchased a new training program, Uh, I guess it's an updated version of some of his teaching, called Personal Power 2, and you know, if you listen to Tony Robbins enough, at least as much as I do, you start hearing a lot of the same teachings over and over again. I had, you, you hear the same principles being shared over and over again. He's got his morning routine that he calls priming. Um, it, it, and the, the thing is, is that the very first few times that you hear about the six basic human needs, the first time you hear about modeling, The first time you hear about raising your standards, it has some pretty profound impact if you're really, if you're really taking in what is being said and trying to understand it and how does it, how, how can you evaluate what is being shared in light of your previous experiences in life, in light of what you've seen other people experience in their life and then taking that and say, okay, well, if, if, if it's validated based upon what I've seen in myself and others in the past, and this is a principle that is a, what do you call that? A It's a universal truth. It's, it's something that if you just apply this, it will provide these results. If that's the case, let's, let's experiment with this in my life. And I will tell you a lot of what Tony has taught applied to my life has had radical, profound, and positive impact in my life. So I am super delighted to to really go in and dive deeper into his materials. And I love actually hearing the same things over and over again. It doesn't bother me that in creating lasting change, 
I hear some of the same principles being taught, a lot of, sometimes even some of the same stories when I get into another product and then even into another product, I hear some of it repeated. And, and one of the things that I've learned is repetition, of course, is the mother of skill. It is, it is for us to, the more we hear something, the, the second time we hear it, especially if there's been some time between the first time and the second time we hear it, and if we have intentionally been pondering that, been on the lookout and evaluating where we can see this principle in action out in the wild, and if we've tried it ourselves since the last time we heard it, and then we hear it again, even in the same story, it's amazing how it impacts me in a different way. And I'm hearing some of these stories because I've been to UPW, I've taken in so much of his materials, I've listened to his podcast, a lot of interviews on on uh, social media platforms, podcasting, YouTube, whatever the case may be, I, I will tell you, there, there's it's it's profound stuff. And so, what I wanted to share with you in this week's episode are just my notes. And by the way, I took a lot of notes from Personal Power to Day One, which is I think it's about an hour or less worth of audio material. But I spent probably about three or four days going through that one audio program taking notes. And that's that's how I like to consume personal development materials. I like to dive deep rather than just trying to go through. I, I will say this. Um, I There are some of his materials where I will listen to the whole program straight through. I won't take any notes whatsoever. I will just listen to it, hear it, and I'm not even concerned if I fully comprehend everything that's being said. I'm just hearing it for the first time. Then I'll come back, and a second time, I will go through and, and take this long venture. Now, with Personal Power 2, I did not listen to it the first time through on day one. I, I literally was hitting play, stopping, taking notes, hitting play, stopping, taking notes, and I did that for four days to get me through a one-hour piece of audio content from Tony Robbins, and I have incredibly massive amounts of notes. My old college professor from University 101, which was an introduction to college life, uh, there was the coach of the NKU basketball team was the teacher of that course, and he called them copious notes. And so I have had a practice of taking copious notes all the way since my very first class in college back, well, gosh, that was a long time ago. So yeah, I'm a copious note taker. Anyway, um, without further ado, I'm not going to read to you all of my notes. I will tell you that you can go to podcastanswerman.com slash Tony Robbins, I believe. I'm going to check that out. Tony Robbins. Yeah, podcastanswerman.com slash Tony Robbins. And if you type that in, that is my affiliate link. And that takes you straight to his website. And then you can go to the store and go to all products or training systems. And you can see all of the various different training materials. If you ever hear anything that I'm talking about, especially personal power too, which I, well, just about anything that Tony puts out there, I think is worth diving very deep into for powerful change in your life. But yeah, Tony uh, podcastanswerman.com slash Tony Robbins is my affiliate link. If you buy anything after going to that link within 24 hours of going to that link, then I will earn a commission. But 
personal power to day one. I'm just going to share you, with you an overview of the insight um, that I got from that. So here's what I have. Bullet point number one. It is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. Now, I know that this one phrase, this quote from Tony Robbins is impactful because Stephanie came home and she's got one of these things that she puts up on the kitchen wall that's kind of like a chalkboard, but it's shaped like a pig because my wife has all these pig things in the kitchen. I have no idea why she has an obsession with pigs, but anyway, there's this chalkboard in the shape of a pig and she can write little quotes with a piece of chalk. And after coming back from Unleash the Power Within, she wrote this quote, it is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. So in essence, what's being said here is that the decisions that you are making today will not only shape how you feel in the future, but they'll also change and shape who you're going to become in the future. Your identity, your future identity is based upon the decisions that you are making today. So, for example, I have an entirely new identity as far as my physical fitness and my physical health, all right? And the I and by the way, what is that identity? First of all, I can tell you very clearly, I consider my identity today when it comes to my physical fitness. I am an endurance athlete. Okay, I I know some of you have been watching, following my journey all the way back to uh, 2006 when I created my first content, and and you saw me back in the day when I was back to. When I was weighed 272 pounds, oh my gosh, I can't even believe those days. But anyway, back then, to think that one day I would ever say publicly, I am confident that nobody would argue today that I, my identity, Cliff Ravenscraft, is an endurance athlete, Now, what is an endurance athlete? An endurance athlete is someone who has trained their body physically to be able to do cardiovascular activity at an endurance rate for an extended period of time. And to demonstrate this to myself, every year during the spring slash summer months, sometimes even in the fall, Several times a year, I will go out on my bike, my psych, my bicycle, um, road bike, if you will, not a motorized, other than motorized by my feet, <laughs> but I go out on my bike and I will do usually about somewhere between two to five 100 mile or 100 to 100 mile plus rides per year. So anywhere between two to five 100 mile rides. Now, for those that don't cycle a whole lot, that is approximately between eight to nine and a half hours of cycling. So I leave in the morning before the sun even rises. 
Um, and I get on my bike and I go and nine out, maybe nine, nine and a half hours later, I'm back. I travel uh, this bike path that that is paved that goes all the way from Cincinnati to what's known as Xenio, Ohio. And it's 55 miles up. And then I go all, once I get to Xenio, Ohio, then I do 55 miles back. And it's an old converted railroad track that has now been turned into these walking slash cycling paths. Incredibly stu- cool stuff. You can go to rails to trails dot com or just just do a google search for rails to trails uh, but it's it, yes i have become addicted to cycling and that is where my and i when i'm doing those rides i actually calculate my heart rate at the entire time and and when i'm focused on cardio or aerobic based exercise i am always monitoring my heart rate and there are five different zones. Your first zone is called your, your warm-up zone, if you will. Your zone two is called fitness, and that starts right around 60 to 65% of your maximum heart rate. And then you get up to like, uh, you know, I think it's like 70 or whatever percent is get you into your um, endurance, and then your hardcore heart rate, zone four. And zone five is like, wow, that this is this is super intense. And you can bounce into zone five. I bounce into zone five quite a bit uh, here and there when I'm doing those long rides. But I usually stay in this what's called the endurance zone for most of my ride for literally several hours a day, probably a total of about, if I'm on the bike, um, what well, you got to imagine I take some breaks here and there for water and, and restroom breaks and, and stuff like that, a couple 15-minute breaks here and there. But... Uh, if I'm on the bike, let's just say a total of on the bike for eight hours, my heart rate is in zone four, which is the endurance zone, usually for at least six hours of that ride, at least six hours. And so I today am an endurance athlete. I, I can pull that off and it's I can finish that ride and then I basically come home and the rest of that night I go and do whatever my family wants to do. I'm not exhausted. I'm not tired. I'm not worn out. I am, matter of fact, I have just as much, actually I have a whole lot more energy after nine and a half hours on the, you know, on that entire bike ride I have more energy at the end of the day than when I actually first pedaled the first, you know, pedal. So, yes, today I'm an endurance athlete. And you know what? The the fact that I can tell you that that is my identity today is because of a decision I made on November 14th, 2014. November 14th, 2014, it was a very specific day of the of the week, it was a specific day of the month, a very specific day of the year, that it was actually not only on that very specific month, week, day, but at that very specific hour, at that very specific moment in time, on November 14th, 2014, I made a decision. I decided at that very moment in time in my life that I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was sick and tired of going up and down in my health and fitness when it comes to weight and just my overall physical health. I was sick and tired of all of the 
all of the symptoms that were coming along with you know, my excessive weight. I was sick and tired of the chest pains. I was sick and tired of the symptoms that seemed to go along with type 2 diabetes. I was, I was sick and tired of all of that stuff. And on November 14th, 2014, I made a decision. And that decision was that I was going to work out six days a week, every week, for the rest of my life. Not only did I decide that, I also decided that I I knew that I would start with cardio all six days of the week, but eventually within a relatively short period of time, about six weeks in, I would introduce uh, strength training two to three days a week, which of course then turned into three days a week. So I do, uh, I do cardio six days a week even still today, but three days a week on top of my cardio, I do strength training, very intense strength training. And when I made that decision, there the the interesting thing, this is and this is what I learned another thing. This is in um Tony Robbins Personal Power 2 program. He says the word decision is in its original Latin root, the meaning of it is to cut off from to you know, you have de- decisions you you are cutting off any other possibility you're cut when you make a decision you are saying no other there is no other option that is possible for me the only option the only possible outcome is this thing that i have decided to do and at that moment i said i have decided i will work out six days a week every week for the rest of my life. And when I made that decision, I made it based upon the recommendation that of somebody that I know, I love, I trust. His name is Ken Davis. And he offered to personally mentor me and encourage me through the earliest stages of, of this process. And I even went to some friends and one friend in particular said, I think that is a ridiculous commitment that you are setting yourself up for failure and I said you don't understand there's nothing you can do to say uh, to me to to discourage me from this there's nothing you can say to change my mind I have decided I have cut myself off from all other possibilities I will tell you regardless of how you feel about it I I did not come here for opinion. I came here to share with you that I've made the decision and I am proclaiming from this day forward, my new identity is I am a person who works out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. All right. So all of now, I did not have all of this understanding back then. So it, it the, 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 it, the phrase it is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. This is something I heard probably for the first time from Tony Robbins way back, or, uh, wait, way back, back in June, right around the June of 2016. I'd never heard it stated that way. And this idea, the decisions that you are making today will not only shape how you feel, but also who you are going to become in the future that this is within the last two and a half years is new insight, new information to me, although it seems very self-evident, uh, and and so many things may seem pretty basic and pretty simple. You might think to yourself, "Well, isn't that common sense?" Well, if it was common sense, then I think a lot more people would be making different decisions in their life. If it may, maybe it's common sense, once you hear it, you kind of think, "Oh, duh, that's simple." 
um, you know, it, it's kind of like the thing is like, I'd really like to lose a lot of weight, right? So what do you have to do? Every, it seems like everybody knows that you need to eat less and move more, right? I mean, that's pretty simple logic. It's calories in, calories out. And yes, I know there's more to it than that. But but the basic overall principle is you move more, eat less, and chances are, I mean, there are some things that we may know, but the fact is, is even if you know them, are you applying them? Are you really deeply inside reprogramming the way that you think and act based upon the things that you either quote unquote should know or now that you do know? So my thing is, is that I hope that by me sharing what I have, uh, this insight, that it is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. How you will feel in three months from now, how you feel one year from now, all of that is going to be based upon the decisions that you make today. And how you, by the way, how you feel today how whatever results you're getting today, whatever you're experiencing today. And yes, I know some things are outside of your control, but come on, a majority of it, let's be honest, is a majority of the circumstances that we find ourselves in today, we are where we are today. We feel the way that we feel today. We are experiencing the things that we are experiencing today. A majority of it, an overwhelming majority of it, because of the decisions we've made in the past, right? I mean, when I was 272 pounds, uh, though I, I and, and feeling the way that I felt back then, that I will tell you, that was the result of a lot of decisions that I made prior to that p- point in my life. I did not get there by accident. I didn't just wake up one day and like, boom, I'm a balloon. No, it was a, it was a result of lots and lots and lots of decisions. And the cool thing is that no matter where you are today, no matter what you're feeling today, you can decide today to change your future. You can at this very moment in time Today, today could be your November 14th, 2014, if you wanted it to be. Today, this very hour, this very moment, could be the day that you decide to change your identity, to change your future, to become a completely different person. Is it going to happen overnight? No, but it will be the result of a very specific decision made at a very specific moment in time, and it could be your decision right now, whatever that decision is. And when you make that decision, understand this isn't something I'm going to try. This isn't something that, you know, when when you think about whatever, and by the way, if you're hearing my voice, you already have in mind something that you've been putting off, right? There's There's some kind of decision that you have been putting off in your life, something that you know needs to change. All right, and and by the way, I it, I'm so I've I've got the health and fitness thing. I've got that under control. Um, I, there's still things today that I need to decide. 
all right? And I'm making decisions every single day. So I'm not saying I'm better than you, it's just one area of life that I've already taken control of, I've already changed my identity, and as a result of a decision a few years ago, that that decision has shaped how I feel today. I feel amazing physically. I feel awesome physically. And who I am in the future, my this I am living three plus years into the future of that decision. And today, I am an endurance athlete who works out still today, six days a week, every week, and will be continuing to do so for the rest of my life. All right? So the thing is, though, you have a decision. And, I, and you know what that decision is. Whatever that decision that you've been putting off, I encourage you to think right now, what is it that you want to decide? And understand the word decision and its power is understanding the true root meaning of the word. Meaning that if you are going to decide something, you are saying, okay, this is it. I'm, I, I'm, I am, I'm drawing a line in the sand And where I stand right at this very moment is on one side of this line. And this side of this line that I'm currently standing on is my old self, all right? And my old self is a result of all the decisions I've made in the past. But today, today, right now, there is a line in the sand in front of me. I'm looking down at the sand in front of my feet. I see the line that has been drawn. And on the other side of that line is the new decision. What is it for you? I decide right now I will quit smoking. I decide right now I will quit eating sugar. I decide right now I will lose however much weight. I decide right now that I will pursue my business with like as a priority. I decide right now, what is it that you, what is across that line? And I will tell you the very first step into becoming that new person in the future. The very first step is for you to decide right now to step across the line and walk into a new life. You can do that right now. And and the thing is is once you've crossed once you've stepped across that line in the sand, don't look back because looking back is no longer an option. You when you've made the decision There is no more turning around. There is no more looking back. There is no more that old person. You will move forward, all right? That, that's what making a decision is. If you, if, if you are going to look back and you're going to fall back, and you're going to backslide, all of that stuff, then you never truly decided and you really never took the step over the line, Okay? See, many times we we talk about New Year's resolutions. So here we are, January 26th. How many of you perhaps maybe made some goals for the new year, some New Year's resolutions, whatever the case may be, and you got some really great stride and you felt really good for a couple days, maybe a couple days out of the week, and you tried this and you tried that, but now you're already starting. I mean, it's close to the end of the first month of the first year or first month of the year, and, uh, you know, you're already starting to see yourself kind of just, ah, you know what, I'm still that old person. You know why? Because you did not decide. 
you didn't decide. You you said, I'm going to try. Matter of fact, I just shared with a friend. A, a friend of mine just emailed me recently and says, Cliff, you know, hey, we need to catch up. Next time I'm in Cincinnati, let's get together. We'll have some Coney's and some Grater's ice cream. And I said, hey, next time you're in town, I would love to catch up with you. Uh, definitely willing to go wherever you want. Just so you know, I won't be eating Grater's ice cream with you. I've made a decision. I no longer eat sugar. I, I, that's it. I, I, I said back in 2017, I, I tried this 100 day. I made a decision, by the way, in, in early 2017, I think it was right around March of last year. I started and I made a decision to go 100 days without sugar. In fact, I made 100 days to go without a bunch of things. But um, and then at at by the end of 100 days, which I successfully did, because that was my decision. My decision was 100 days. And then when I when I was wrapping up and I got close to the you know the last few days of the 100 day commitment. I said, man, you know what? I think I might not go back. And I want you to hear the language. I might decide to never eat sugar again. Or I, I, I might get, I might try getting rid of sugar for the, the word try, the word might. And, and I thought, why would I go back to eating sugar? You know, maybe I might allow myself to have sugar every now and then. And, and I think about this. What, what is the nutritional value of added sugar? What is the nutritional value of eating a piece of pumpkin pie with whipped cream? What is the nutritional value of all of those things? What is that really doing for my body? Um, and, and, you know, and I, I started processing all that. And what happened was after the hundred days, I went a couple extra days without any sugar. And then there was an opportunity for celebration. And so much of my life, my programming, my conditioning in life was that you celebrate with sugar. That you birthday, you have birthday cake. You know, when you, there, there were so many different patterns. Like for me, going to the movie wasn't just, you know, some buttered popcorn, but it was also a, you know, a big king size Kit Kat bar with my, you know, to have the salty and then you have the, the sweet. That was just a pattern. And so eventually, just a couple days after my 100 day commitment of no sugar, I found myself back to eating sugar. And I, I'm, I was a sugar addict. I've I've had a lifetime as a sugar addict. And sugar's worse for me by the way than maybe it is for you because when I was 18 years old, I was diagnosed as a hypoglycemic, which means that when I have elevated sugar levels as which you will if you eat lots of sugar, um, then what happens is my body produces insulin. It kicks on. So I'm not diabetic. My body knows when to turn the insulin production, you know, to produce insulin throughout my body. The only problem is, is a hypoglycemic. My body doesn't know when to shut the insulin off. And so it continues to pour throughout my body and course throughout my bloodstream. Even though my sugar levels are back down to where they should be, my insulin levels are, or my insulin is still kicking on, is still going through, and my sugar levels go lower and lower and lower. And then all of a sudden, to keep from passing out, my body says, hey, dude, you need to do something to raise your sugar levels. Yes, you could eat some simple carbs, go fix yourself a sweet potato, blah, blah, blah. No, my body's like saying, no, you need sugar now. Uh, and the best way to do that is go get yourself a candy bar, some ice cream, go get yourself some sugar now. And, yeah, you know, I could blame all kinds of things. But the thing is, is here's the deal. I After my 100 days without sugar, I got back into eating sugar. And even though I was working out six days a week and I was strength training and I was burning calories like you wouldn't imagine, I saw the scale going back up and up and up and up. And I'm like, okay. And so I, I'm like, okay, December 1st, 
I'm starting to track some new habits with some friends in the Next Level Mastermind. And even in my own green room mastermind, I got some friends that I'm tracking some habits with. And I made a decision. And I decided Cliff Ravenscraft is a man who is giving up on sugar. Now, by the way, let me tell you um, that decision. I want to read to you what is written in my Habit Share app when it comes to sugar. And in fact, I'm going to change the wording. Matter of fact, I'm making a decision today. Um, here's what I wrote when I said it, it was called avoid sugar consumption. And here's what I wrote. I want to avoid eating sugary snacks, desserts, etc. I will allow myself an exception every now and then, but not more than once a week. And I desire not to allow such an exception on a weekly basis. And I'm sharing that with a bunch of folks in the Next Level Mastermind. And here, and I made that back in you know December first. And I went from December first all the way through Christmas Eve. And so Christmas Eve, I go over to my parents' house. And of course, it's celebration time, right? And what do they have over there? They have my all-time all-time favorite dessert, which is Frisch's pumpkin pie with whipped cream. And what do I do? I allow myself to eat not just one, but two slices of pumpkin pie with whipped cream. And they also had this Kroger brand. Um, it, it's a yellow cake with this caramel icing. And I ended up eating a very large slice of that as well. And I figure, hey, I am so rock solid on all of my commitments. And I've allowed myself this, you know, this exception that I can eat sugar every now and then. I pro- I, I'm not going, I'm going to go ahead and allow myself to do it. This is actually even going to help. Unfortunately, it's going to cause me to violate one of my other commitments, which is staying within my own calorie budget. But you know what? Heck. The heck with it. Um, this is allowing me. So the last time I had sugar was after. An, the only time I had sugar in the month of December was December 24th. Now I ate that pumpkin pie and I ate that cake. And I will tell you, I loved every single bite of it. It tasted amazing. And right after doing so, I felt my sugar levels. I was like head high energy, blah, 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 blah. About an hour to an hour and a half later, I noticed that I'm ready to go to bed. I'm exhausted. I it like leth- I'm lethargic because my my insulin levels are kicking through my body. Now the thing is, is also insulin levels is called a storage har- insulin is a storage har- hormone which blocks you from burning those calories that are coursing through your body, and it actually stores that any of those excess calories as body fat. And so it was a damaging day for me the two or three days after November or December 24th. I noticed an increase on the scale, which I expected and even anticipated on when I made the decision to eat that pie. But in spite of the fact that it tasted so good and it was not against, it was not, the only violation that day was that I did go in excess of my calorie budget, which was another commitment I, I quote unquote marked that as a failure for that day, but everything else was a success. I, I quote unquote skipped that day instead of marketing it a failure on avoid sugar consumption because my goal, my commitment was to avoid these sugary snacks, but I gave myself an exception, okay? 
and I've allowed the 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 commitment to remain the same. Now I will tell you, I have it. I'm recording this on Friday, January 26th. I have not had sugar since then, and as of uh, this month, I have not had sugary a sugary snack. Now, does that mean I haven't had sugar? Okay, uh, I will tell you, I do eat uh, these Quest nutrition bars. Uh, they're like Quest meal bars. It's a uh, they have a bunch of different flavors, but I eat the ones that have net carbs that are four grams of sugar or less, which basically is usually it's one gram of sugar and it's got like three grams of sugar alcohol. But when you balance that out with the uh, the protein and the fat and and all the other macronutrients that are in, it just it it is nominal and i do not consider that to be a snack but in fact i do i do consume those um i would imagine that there are some times that i would eat a food at a restaurant where unfortunately they may have added some sort of sugar inside of their chili for example or whatever or maybe if i eat something that has a bun on it uh, maybe that bun was made it, made with a little bit of sugar inside of it. You know, I'm I'm not so much saying that. What I'm saying is, I I will. I, I, matter of fact, I'm what I am saying today. I'm deciding right now. I'm announcing today that I'm done with sugar for the rest of my life. I, I'm I'm done with it. I I don't need it. Uh, I do not need it to celebrate with people. Uh, it it is not good for me. Uh, and what am I saying? I'm I'm saying that I'm done with pumpkin pie, with whipped cream for the rest of my life. I'm done with birthday cakes. I'm done with cupcakes. I'm done with brownies. I'm done with candy bars, whether that be a Kit Kat, a Twix, um, or anything else. I'm done with hard candies with sugar in them. I, I'm done with all of those things. And by the way, does that mean I can't ever have anything sweet again? No, there's this awesome stuff called stevia. And there are some things you could make with and, and make sweet with an all natural ingredient that does not cause an insulin response, and and that is yeah, it, I I there are options for me for things that are sweet. I drink a soft drink called Zevia, which is sweetened with all natural. It's all natural ingredients, and it is sweetened with stevia. And these these uh, Quest Nutrition Bars. There's one that's called Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. There's one that's called Oatmeal Chocolate Chip or whatever. And they have, okay, they have four grams of sugar net, or four grams of net carbs. One gram of sugar, one three grams of sugar alcohol, and the rest of the sweetness is from Stevia. And in spite of eating those, sometimes one per day, sometimes I'll have two of those per day, depending on how aggressively I work out. Um, those things are, quote unquote, my snack every now and then. And they're, to me, uh, today, because I have gone without sugar for so long, they're just, they're actually sweeter to me than what I remember candy bars being and and birthday cake and all of that other being stuff. And so when everybody else is having themselves, you know, a, a big, huge, gigantic, celebratory birthday snack that is made with lots and lots and lots of sugar, I can grab myself a cinnamon or one of those oatmeal chocolate chip meal bars that are 190 calories with three net carbs. And that's my sweetness if I want something sweet. All right. 
But yes, so today I am I am making I have I was already going to make it through the entire month of January. By the way, Tam, is it still tempting from time to time? Do I still smell it? Yes. Um, even for my own birthday, my family brought home some cupcakes. Uh, not for me because they knew I wouldn't eat them, but they wanted to celebrate my birthday with cupcakes from this very very awesome bakery that has amazing stuff. And man, I I I, I pulled it. I looked at it. The the cupcake was yellow cake, and um, it was very moist. You can just that you could smell it. It smelled awesome. It, it it caused me to remember, you know, all kinds of things. There's some association to pleasure of eating those kinds of things, and and the icing is not like your typical icing from a store bought, you know, plastic can you know container. It was amazing looking icing and stuff like that. And I I I was tempted to just stick my finger on top of the icing and just put it on my tongue and just taste it. But you know what? I decided not to. And and I went through, and it wasn't a huge issue because I had gone, it, it, but matter of fact, when I made that decision, I said to myself, well, if I do this, I'm probably going to be tempted to eat the entire cupcake. And if I eat the entire cupcake, I know how I will feel two hours from now. And I am choosing, I'm deciding right now that in two hours from now, in this moment of decision, my destiny will be shaped, how I will feel in the future will be shaped based upon the decision right now. And so based upon the fact that in two hours from now, on my 45th birthday, I still want to have and maintain high energy levels. I do not want to be lethargic. I do not want to feel sick to my stomach. I do not want to feel like I'm about ready to pass out unless I eat more sugar. And so that moment in time, rather than sticking my finger in the icing and, and, and dabbing it on my tongue to just see what that, that different icing tasted like, I decided not to. And, and it's, it's those little decisions. So, here, here's, here's another, some notes from Tony Robbins' Personal Power 2. By making simple, small changes daily, making little bits of process, progress, you can absolutely transform the quality of your life. Let me say that again. By making simple, small changes daily, making little bits of progress, you can absolutely transform the quality of your life. So I want to encourage you to do what Tony talks about in Personal Power 2. I want you to do two things. Number one, write down two decisions that you've been putting off that when you make them right now, it will change your life in the future moving forward. I'm not I'm not asking you to decide, okay? What are two decisions that you've been putting off that if you were to make them, if you were to draw the line in the sand and walk over to the other side of that, if you were, what are two decisions that you've been putting off that if you were to say, I am going to do this and I'm cutting myself off from any other possibility, what two decisions have you been putting off that if you were to do them right now, it would change your life? In fact, if you want to, if you're in a place where you can just stop right now, I encourage you to stop listening 
hit pause on this recording and just take a moment and think about what those two decisions are and write them down. Now, I'm not saying you have to do them just yet, all right? But I'm just asking you to write down what two decisions have you been putting off? The ones that you know you really want to do. The ones that you deep down you know you need to do. That will shape who you are moving forward for the better. Pause this recording right now and write them down. Okay, so now that you've done that, assuming that you did, Okay, now the second point of what Tony says to do in personal power too. He says, now that you've made a, actually now he encourages you to to make the decision, okay? So you've written down what the decisions are. Now I encourage you to make that. Okay, so step number two is actually make the decision, all right? So let's just assume that you're ready to make the decision. And, and I mean, come on, reality, maybe you're not there yet, but I encourage, I will tell you this, by not making the decision, you are actually deciding to cut. Here's what I want you to think about. Those two decisions that you've written down, okay? If you were to cross the line and move forward without any other option of possibility available to you other than living out what you've decided, if you were to do that, your future self will be different. You will feel different in the future. Who you are, who you will become will be different. You know this, right? It, it, it is absolutely, without a doubt, you will be a different person if you make that decision and, and, and stick with it, okay? Now, if you do choose not to make that decision, to not walk across that line in the sand, not walk into that new identity, then you are deciding that that future identity is not for you, that you are deciding against what you could become. You are deciding not to become who you have decided for yourself. Not that any, I'm not putting this on you. I haven't even told you what decisions to make. Right? These were the two things you wrote down. You wrote those things down. By the way, I, if, if they were things that you feel like you should do because other people are telling you to do them, then stop this recording, erase those decisions, and I want you to write down two decisions that you yourself want to make. You yourself want to take action on. Okay? So, now... <laughs> Assuming that you're ready to make the decision, that today, this moment is the moment that's going to forever be seen as the moment that has changed your life moving forward. Today, this moment of decision that's going to shape your future self, how you feel and who you are in the future right now, that is being shaped by this decision or these two decisions. Now that you've made it, take immediate action. Do something right now. And uh, Tony had suggested, he says, listen, you might, you might think, well, I, what can I do right now? I can't, make, I can't take action on this right now because of blah, 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 blah. There, I want you to write down a few of the steps that you could take. So, for example, uh, Tony says this. If you were going to decide to quit smoking, uh, for example, you could say, okay, what am I going to do uh, with the cigarettes that are currently in the house right now. All right. Who could you call on the phone and tell that you are making this decision? 
Who could you uh, work out an arrangement to hold you accountable? Uh, what is it that you could commit to? What Maybe you could write a letter to someone and tell them in a letter about a decision that you're making. Maybe you write a letter to yourself and and give it to a friend and date it in the future uh, and and say, hey, I'm gonna I want to give this to you and I want you to mail this to me in six months from now. All right? Could you could you? I mean, what what could you do? Maybe instead, like every time you, if you were gonna give up smoking, um, it. I, and I don't know why I'm choosing smoking is what Tony came up with in personal power too. I've never smoked. So, uh, it's never been a thing for me, but it, it, just imagine this whenever you think about this, any time that you would normally go to smoke, what is something that you will intentionally decide right now that when you are, when you would normally go to, to smoke a cigarette, what is something that you will choose to do instead of that? What is some, and hopefully something that can meet a need that that old thing that you were trying to get rid of, maybe what is something that you could do that will still meet that need? What's something you could do differently? What is something else that you can replace it? And so I want you to take some time and make that, number one, look at those two decisions that you've made. I encourage you to make them. You will change your future self. You will change who you are today can be changed, all right? This is helping you become one step closer to who you know you were created to be, right? Okay, and then once you have decided, walk across the line, and the very first thing, as soon as you've crossed over that line in the sand, write down a list of actions that you could take. And if you can take any of those actions that you write down, then take them immediately, all right? Now, there is one other thing from personal power to day one, uh, and it's something that Tony's been talking about. Gosh, I've heard this in countless interviews. It's been in his podcast. It's been everywhere. Tony's always talking about something he calls the ultimate success formula, and there are four steps to ultimate success in life, he says. Step number one is know your outcome. Whatever it is that you're going to decide to do, immediately you need to say, okay, Whatever I'm about ready to do, what is the outcome that I want? So, for example, I'm implying the ultimate success formula in all kinds of areas of life. And I'll give you, uh, well, actually, you tell you what, let me tell you all four steps and then I'll come back and tell you how I'm applying them. So, step number one is know your outcome. Step number two is get yourself to take action by deciding to do so, all right? So, get yourself to take action so you decide and take action once you know what your outcome is and then step number three is evaluate your results notice what you're getting from the actions that you're taking and then step number four if what you're doing is not working change your approach okay so that's the ultimate successful formula know your outcome decide and take action evaluate your results and if it's not working change your approach change your approach. So when I am about ready to walk into the gym or when I get up in the morning and I say, hey, I'm going to go to the gym today. All right. Well, what's my outcome? All right. What is my outcome at the gym today? Okay. So today at the gym, I know that I want to do 45 minutes of cardio and then I want to do a minimum of 30 minutes of chest and triceps. That's exactly what I'm going to do today. Okay. That's my, that's my outcome. 
And okay, and, and even more clearly, I know that during the 45-minute uh, session, uh, cardio session, I'm going to watch an episode of Star Trek, and during the 30 minutes of, of strength training, I'm going to listen to this playlist. And and when I, when I say that I know my outcome, I'm even visualizing. I see myself doing it. I see myself com, uh, completing it. I'm even actually uh, evaluating how do I feel after this is done. I know how I feel getting started. It all it isn't always sunshine and rainbows and motivated self. Okay, some most of the time it is thankfully, but there are times when it yeah you know I'm just gonna do this. But I, it's like how am I gonna feel afterwards? How, you know I'm gonna have this sense of accomplishment. I know what my outcome is. I've gone to the I, and this is all before I'm even out of bed. Okay, I'm, I'm laying in bed. It's like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to get up, get ready. I'm going to go to the gym, 45 minutes of cardio. I'm going to watch this episode. I'm going to listen to this music while I do this. And then afterwards, how am I going to feel? How I'm going to feel accomplished. I'm going to feel in control of my life. I see the outcome. I know the outcome. Boom. Okay, step number two, take decide and take action. Okay. I've decided that what I just decide, number one, knowing what my outcome is, now I'm deciding that that is it. There is no other option at this point. I have now cut myself from any other possibility than getting out of bed, going to the gym, 45 minutes of exercise, watching this episode, and then 30 minutes of strength training with this playlist. There is no other option for me other than that I am deciding right now, and, I, and, and also part of deciding is taking action, all right? So in to take action, what action steps do I need? Number one, get my butt out of bed right now. Put my feet on the floor. Get out of this bed. Get the covers off. I don't care how cold it is. Get into the bathroom, brush your teeth, wash the sleepy out of your eyes, put your contacts in, um, do your flossing, uh, whatever, fix your hair, put some deodorant on, go into the closet, put your uh, workout pants on, put your shirt on, socks and shoes, uh, take your vitamins, go downstairs, fill up your water bottle. If you're taking actually strength training, pick up, the next action is to to fix out, fix your protein shake for after workout, take your pre-workout and put it together, put it all in your bag, get in the car, drive to the gym, get out of the car, go in, get on the cardio machine of your choice, watch whatever you decided that you're gonna watch, I'm gonna then get, switch over to my playlist, I'm gonna do the strength training I said I was gonna do, and then after I'm finished, I'm gonna drink my protein shake, I'm gonna rinse all that stuff out, I'm gonna come home, and I am going to achieve and experience the outcome that was in step number one. Boom! Now the thing is, is that's just step number one and step number two. Now sometimes what you're deciding is going to take a little. By the way, I can do, I can repeat that successfully, over and over and over again. Because guess what? What I just said to you, that is very a sim. That is a very similar process to exactly what I've been doing for the last three plus years, six days a week. Now. Only three days a week is that actually strength training, but the cardio stuff is still there. I've just given you some insight into how I'm thinking in the morning before I actually take action. I know my outcome, I'm deciding, and I'm taking action. That's how I get into the gym every single day. Now, there are some things, there are some things, you know, you, you, you say, okay, I made this decision, 
I have I've decided what actions I'm going to take. Now, step number three is notice what kind of results you're getting with your actions. Now, for me, I'm getting great results. I've burned over 100 pounds of fat in the last three plus years. I've put on over 30, 40 pounds of muscle in the past three plus years. I am effectively maintaining my commitment and now that I've cut out the sugar, you know, I don't even see the up, I'm actually back to on the down, you know, my scale is actually, you know, tells me friendly things every time I get on it now and I'm super excited and, and stuff like that. It's no longer yelling at me to say, hey, only one at a time. I'm just kidding. It was. It never got that bad again. But I, I, it, the sugar was causing it to go up in spite of my workouts. But I noticed what. So you notice what actions you're getting, what results you're getting from the actions that you're taking, and occasionally you're going to decide to do something, and you're going to take the actions. You're going to know what your outcome is, and you're going to take actions. And when you evaluate your results, you may not immediately at first achieve success, and if not then you move to step number 4. If what you if the actions you took in step number 2 did not produce success, then you simply say, "Okay, it's time to change the approach. It's time to try something different." And I love what Tony says in Personal Power 2, day 1, he says, "Listen, you he's heard it a 100 if not a 1000 times, even more. Um, but I've tried everything. The answer is t- no, you haven't tried everything because if because if 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 other people can achieve success at this, that there are things that can be done. It can be achieved. This can be achieved. It is possible. And if you haven't achieved it yet, if you have not attained success in this desired outcome that you know in advance that you are going after, you've decided there is no other possibility, well, you keep taking action. You don't take the same action over and over again unless that action is producing results that you want. But anything that's not producing the results that you want, then you change your approach. Try something different. If that doesn't work, try it again. You know what? And look at failure in a completely different way is what he says. He's like, listen, failure just means that you've learned something that didn't work. That is what we call education. Failure equals education. Failure is not a bad thing. It's not something to be avoided. It is just something that is a part of the process many of the times. In fact, you never know how many times you may have to fail before you actually find the actions that will get you the results that take you to the outcome that you've decided ahead of time that you want to experience, all right? So keep going. The ultimate success formula, know your outcome. Decide and take action. Evaluate the results from the actions that you've taken. If what you're doing is not working, change your approach. That is how you succeed. That formula can be applied to practically anything you want to achieve in life. And I've, I've, I've tried this. It works. I, I this is I've heard this a couple years ago now, and I, it is it is a, it is a universal principle that can be applied to practically anything. Now there is a little shortcut to the uh, success. Many times it's not always available, but it is often available, and I would say almost always available to you. And that shortcut to success is called role modeling. This is finding somebody else who has already done all of the trial and error. 
You know, this is all this somebody else's who who's tried all kinds of actions to take that they learned that didn't work. Now, sure, there are some caveats. Some things that didn't work for them may work for you, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. You can try to do things the hard way and try things on your own, but it is very possible that what it is that you are you are deciding you want as your outcome, there's somebody else out there that you may know or that you could find that is already ch- achieving success in an area that you want to achieve success. And many times it could be as simple as knowing your outcome decide that you want to do this and one of the actions is for you to immerse yourself into the study of what it is that you want and how others are already attaining success in that area. Find somebody out there who has already achieved the success that it is that you're looking to achieve, okay? If somebody else is out there and they have lost a uh, hundred plus pounds of fat and they've been able to keep it off and or if somebody else is out there and made a decision to to work out six days a week every week for the rest of their life and they've maintained that commitment, if there are some people out there that are doing some things that it is that you want to do, find those people, work with those people, become a mentee or a, a, a coaching client of those people, read their materials, listen to their podcast, find out what it is, what actions they're taking, and then make those step number two, the, the, the decision or the actions that you are going to take. And watch what happens when you make yourself, you immerse yourself into a study of what it takes to succeed in this area that you are going after, when you learn what actions other successful people are taking and you try those actions yourself, you'll find yourself getting to success much faster than if you just tried to do it all on your own, which is one of the reasons why the Next Level Mastermind is so pos- uh, uh, is so popular, by the way, and why so many people are loving it. And, and I gotta tell you, the Next Level Mastermind is incredibly awesome. If you've been thinking about the Next Level Mastermind, go over to nextlevelmastermind.info. Um, <laughs> seriously, go to nextlevelmastermind.info. If you've been thinking about it, you want to get in. Uh, As I'm recording this, there are only two spots left available in the AM group. And there are only, I think there are seven spots available in the PM group. Um, It meets every Wednesday, either Wednesday morning, Wednesday evening. But yeah, the Next Level Mastermind. If you are ready to take your coaching, consulting, uh, thought leadership online business to the next level, if you're creating online courses, digital products, if you're coaching with people one-on-one, consulting, if you're creating content that is meant to have a powerful and profound impact and help people, um, then that's exactly who the Next Level Mastermind is for. I encourage you to check out the information over at nextlevelmastermind.info. Guys, that is what I learned from just day one. And and, that, and I just gave you a very condensed version of my notes. Now, I have already listened straight through to day two of Personal Power. This is, by the way, Personal Power 2 is a 30-day program. Uh, I've already listened to the audio for day two. I have not taken any notes, but I plan on taking a lot of notes on day two. And in some future episode, I'm not saying next week, but in some future episode, I may bring to you my insights and feelings and thoughts on day two materials. If you tell me 
that you actually enjoyed this episode. And by the way, if you made one or two decisions as a result of listening to this episode, please go over to podcastanswerman.com or cliffravenscraft.com. Click on the podcast tab in my nav menu. And actually, or you can just go to podcastanswerman.com slash 532 because this is episode 532. So you can just go to podcastanswerman.com slash 532 and that is where you could leave a comment and let me know what decisions you've made. And, and even if there's only one of you, even if you are the only person who goes to podcastanswerman.com slash 532, in, and leaves me a comment. Tell me what one or two decisions that you made right now. I don't care if you listen to this three months from now. If you're the only one, I would still love to hear from you because here's what I know. If you, if you take what I said to heart, if you, number one, decide there is no other option for you, this is the time, this is the date, this is the moment, my identity of the future changes. And here are the one or two things that I decide. And there is no other option. There is no other possibility for me than this. Tell me in the comments at podcastanswerman.com slash 532 what you've decided. I want to celebrate that with you. All right. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level.